Today is Monday, June 6, 2022. My name is Frank Kraft, and you're listening to Simple Rhythms. Simple Rhythms is a daily podcast designed to give us a simple and steady diet of God's Word and to help us all be better prepared to receive God's Word on Sunday morning. Today's text comes from Romans chapter 5, verse 8. The Word of the Lord says this, But God shows His love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I love love this verse. We're here in another verse in Romans, and it's a very important verse because it completely flies in the face of people's default mindset when they think about God. Most people, when they think about God or picture God, if they're not like bounded in you know the gospel and and biblical Christianity, they default to thinking of God as this like demanding father figure who is completely caught up in in morality and moral standing. So if you do good, then God will love you and you'll be good with God and everything will be okay. But if you're doing bad or if you're, you know, intentionally rebelling or sinning against God or doing things that you consider to be bad, then, oh, well, then God doesn't love you and he's mad at you. And this is just simply not the case. Like all throughout the Bible, the God of of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Jesus and Paul and Peter, this is a God who radically uh, chases after and loves his people regardless of whether or not they are serving him or not. That he continually perseveres to serve and to redeem and to ransom and to bring back from rebellion his people. Uh, you know, if they would put, put their faith and trust in him, right, and repent and all those things. And this is found, this is exactly what Paul's saying here in Romans 8. He says, for God shows or God displayed or God revealed his love for us, not when we were perfect, not when we had everything going on, not when we were doing everything right, but while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And this is such a beautiful passage because this is it. This is it, brother and sister in Christ. It's important for us to remember that God's love for us is not founded in anything that we do. It's not founded in how consistent we are. It's not founded in how obedient we are, how perfect we are. If we're going to church every Sunday or every Wednesday, all those things are good. But uh, God's love for us is not founded in those things. It's instead founded in God's character and in himself where he supernaturally, independently, divinely, and eternally chose to work when we were rebels, when we were sinners, God chose to work and do that thing which we could not do, which is to save us, to redeem us from our sin, to buy us back from the slavery to sin. And you see this all throughout scripture. One of the best illustrations of it is is the people of Israel and them being brought out of slavery in Egypt, right? So obviously, per our incorrect view of God, God, you know, commanded Israelites to be perfect and to live a good, righteous life. And then it was only until after they lived a righteous life that God then said, okay, you've earned the, uh, the, you've earned being freed from slavery and supernaturally being brought out of slavery into the promised land, right? That's how, that's how God rescued the people out of Egypt, right? It was only after they were perfect and doing all the things right. No, like God, God made a covenant with Abraham. He made a covenant with Isaac. He made a covenant with Joseph. God sought them, made a covenant with them. And then when God's people were suffering, he came and said, Hey, I'm going to free you. And then it's not until after I have freed you, it's not until after I've brought you out of slavery that I'm going to say and remind you like, hey, 
I am your God, you are my people, you're going to be my representation to all of the world, and thus you must be like me. I, you must be holy, for I am holy. You must represent me rightly, because I am your God, and I've rescued you out of the land of Egypt. You will remember all the things that I've done for you, and, and I'm going to command and demand that you serve me faithfully as a response to my love for you, not a requirement. We do not have to work to love God. We instead have to respond to God's love by working. This is the gospel. And this verse is so important. And it's especially important for those in your circle of influence. You, I promise you, you have people you work with, you have friends, you even have family members that, that they have a dysfunctional, perverted view of God because no one has shared with them this verse. Or people have maybe not reminded them that, hey, no, God loves us even when we're at our worst, Christ died for us. So how much more if you're seeking after God, if you seek to repent, if you seek to believe in him and be in right relationship with him through faith in Jesus, God is going to continue to work and restore us. And so remember, brother and sister in Christ, that it is when we were at our worst that God showed his love for us. And so we, and this is a part of God's love in working in our hearts, that his love is meant to call and draw us to repentance, that we may not stay enslaved to sin, right? The point was to call the people of Israel out of slavery in Egypt. And then what did they do? They continued to rebel, and then they wandered in the wilderness, but they wandered in the wilderness still in the provision and the covenant of God. God was still feeding them. God was still caring for them. He was just disciplining them because he loved them and he was seeking to sanctify them and purify them. And it's the same way with us. So this is important for those who maybe have not yet received the gospel or maybe have a genuine relationship with God through faith in Jesus. But this is also important for just us. Like to just take a moment, brother and sister in Christ, to just remember God's love for us is not conditioned upon our faithfulness. It's not conditioned upon how excited you are about being a believer or how excited you are to read the Bible. God loves you because within himself, he has chosen to express his love to you in Christ and that he seeks to do that, to glorify himself. And that it is in the very fact that we are wretched, rebellious sinners, that God is glorified, that he would rescue us who hated him, who used the very breath and life that he gave us to spit in his face and to reject him and to worship other things. But God is glorified when sinners who hated him and rebel against him, when we turn away from those things which are not God's and worship the, tr the true and living God. God is worshiped when we do in response to his love being on display in Jesus, that we then repent of our sin and put our faith and trust in Jesus and then supernaturally and sacrificially live our lives for the sake of God, giving him the right authority and dominion over our lives because he loves us us and he wants good for us. I'm reminded of the psalm that says, no good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. You know, even though we come to Christ as sinners, the point is not for us to stay sinners, right? We are predestined to conform to the image of his son, Romans 8, 29. And so let us do that, but let us do that propelled by the love of God and not by the fear of God, because it is the love of God that brings us to repentance and brings us into right relationship with him. And it's that same love that's going to keep us no matter what. Thank you very much for listening to Simple Rhythms, and we'll catch you next time.